Hi, Tommy. It's a daily talk show, mate. <laughs> Were you waiting for me to start? Yeah, I thought you could. You're um, it's episode seventy-one. You're a little bit um nervous because you've got well, not nervous. You're fucking antsy because you want you've got a meeting and I've got a meeting, but I've got some fun stuff to talk about. Oh, that's good. So we, we've you know, there's one thing I learned in radio. It's fucking just show up. You piece yep. of shit. Yeah, that's it. Once when I was working in Shepparton, it was probably a couple of weeks into working there. I had a big weekend, mm-hmm. and then on the Monday, I was you know at the front up it's at five four a.m. Yeah, so I was feeling a bit worse for wear, and then I remember getting some feedback from my mum. Oh, you sounded a bit flat. Mm. I was, that's never happening again. Well, it, you got some positive feedback from your mum. Uh, after the Michelle episode, yeah, yes, keep on 70. keeping on. I think is what she said. Yeah, well, I think Michelle must have said that. So I think she was saying because remember how we said, is there anything, any final words? Yeah, and she, I think she essentially said, keep them going, keep yeah, it up. Great. Oh, that's nice. Anyway, so uh, I, um, I I took that advice from my mum. I yeah. wasn't I wasn't flat anymore. Yeah. I didn't stop drinking though. So the, the um, yeah, I loved my t- our chat with Michelle. I want to get her back. Definitely. I, I haven't told I haven't uh, told her that yet, but she might be listening to this. But if, as she was saying throughout the whole thing, we're just fucking scraping at the surface yeah. of all these different topics. Yeah. Uh, and we even we got an uh, email from Trevor, which is like, mate, you start talking ab- about transgender, this huge fucking thing. There's so many questions mm. to ask. So, um, well, you see, it was quite easy to to do one hour. Yeah, and if we went down rabbit holes, yeah, we we would not we would be back four hours later. But I think that I, that's what I love about long form podcasts or mm. podcasts is that you do have time to elaborate on a conversation. But I think it's like we there was some great things we talked about with Michelle, and it's probably worth uh, you know dedicating yeah. twenty minutes to X topic or yeah. however long it goes. But right? I think that that like one of the the things that I was thinking that was in my head where it's like. I, you know, reflecting on the Michelle interview specifically, she's got so many interesting bit. Like she was a fucking tr- tr- from driving trucks to having like a Linux system. Like she's got the the technical stuff in her life is fucking quirky. If you like that phone, I can't even remember what the operating system's called. Yeah. Or the microphone that she's using, um, and she sent me a link to be able to you know help people you know, communicate through her voice. It's pretty, um, there were so many topics. I you, think you got a, you got a text image hub, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did enjoy the tech side of it. And, um, and I think that that was, you know, going into it, I didn't want it to be a, um, I haven't even spoken to Michelle about this. Um, and I definitely want to, but I didn't want it just to be fucking, we've got a transgender on the podcast. Mm. Cause for me, she's actually like, I I see all of these fucking interesting, quirky things that she does. I told her that she's a bit of a fucking weird unit like me because yeah. she's just fucking like, you know, uh, does things differently and doesn't have, you know, an iPhone, doesn't have all of these things. And I didn't want to just create a podcast that felt like it was leveraging this one thing mm. in a, that makes up Michelle. Well, if we're playing a short game, that's what you probably do. Yeah, but if we're in this for the long haul, so we want people, friends of the show, literally to be on yeah. every now and then. 
Well, I, I just learning, think, learning, and learning. Yeah, and it's almost like um, uh, not comparing, you know, transitioning to fucking uh, your O bike story, but it's like, it's <laughs> but well done. Yeah, but I think that uh, it's I sort of see it like that, where it's like, uh, just like Michelle is much more than a fucking you know someone who's uh, transgender. You're like, I think you'd get over people being like. This is Tommy, the O-bike guy. Mm. I think like, so that was that was my thoughts behind it. I know that uh, people are asking like, fuck, there's so many questions. Like you didn't fucking deep dive. Mm. And I sort of, the curious side of me, we have so many uh, questions on so many of the topics yeah. we covered. So what I think uh, Michelle would be proud of is that um, we've brought up feedback from email in today's episode. Even though it's uncomfortable because it is like, <laughs> it's a, it's uncomfortable in the sense of what receiving feedback yeah receiving feedback and thinking like um oh i could have we could have done a better job at um at doing that interview Mm. but i think as you said it is a long game Mm. we are uh, and i described it on social media as one of my favorite episodes and the reason was it was because like it was all of these things. We've got someone like Michelle who we've never met in person before mm. and we fucking hooked up this conversation and we're just we had an hour conversation with, you know, an online friend that we've never met before. Yeah. And maybe it was a little bit selfish too. Maybe I was enjoying it as much you know, through me and I just hoped that the audience found some sort of joy in that. Uh, my friend Fitzy He's been on the. He was on one of the very early podcasts. We just called him out of the That's blue, right? Yeah, and he blows up. He blows up about a lot of things. Yeah. Um. His mum, so she lives in Bendigo. Mm-hmm. Fitzy grew up in Bendigo. She's had a pen pal since she was thirteen, and they still write each other letters. She lives over in the states or in England somewhere. One of those two. Can't remember. Um, Did you say the states or England? Yeah. So very different. But I, I, th- I, th- I don't know. I. I Near London? Are they near London? I think America's near London. <laughs> no, but she's had a pen pal for 30, 40 years. No, have, you ever, longer, have you ever done that years. before? Nah. Uh, did I write? Maybe I wrote my friend in jail. That was about really, pen yeah, pal. That, that seems got. like from a pen pal point of view, I straight, straight away went to sort of jail well, life. Like, that seems to be a common... always dabbling on... Working in Shepparton because you can. There's a website that allows you to write to people in jail and form a friendship with them. Yeah, and so it's like connecting you with people in jail. You can look it up, and we could never do it because it was a bit too fucking edgy for yeah. radio. Yeah. We should do it for this. Yeah, I mean, it's um, you know, I I have a past friend who I haven't spoken to, you know, in probably seven years because he's now in jail for life in the US for Ooh. murdering his wife. Oh, you've talked about it on this. Yeah. But like fuck, it's a um it's it's a weird thing because uh you know, where does where does forgiveness, where does you know, am I is it re- do you think it's disrespectful to the victims of say a violent crime or whatever it is if you are communicating with someone in jail, oh, I'm, yes and no, but I don't think it's it's like humans fuck up. That's a serious one. Yeah. I'm not. If we were to choose who who have we got, but it's like they, they've got nothing. So do you have a done. scale? You're then. in jail for life. Yeah, your life's fucking done. Yeah, and it's, I don't think just talking to them 
We're not trivializing it. Well, and, and what do you, I guess, you know, this isn't even talking about whether we do it on the podcast, but just in general, mm. what is it that you, do you think you would seek to reach out to someone who's in jail? I mean, I, it would, I would like to see where their mind has shifted. Mm. I was listening to a podcast yesterday of a guy who was in jail in Cairo for five years, solitary confinement. Um, Majid, um, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh-huh. Majid, I think it is. Anyway, he was saying he was in there with uh, terrorists that had assassinated, so, um, I can't remember who it was, very, someone very famous, so I'm not going to butcher it, but these were terrorists that had assassinated somebody and they did it because of their um, religious beliefs and they have had a full mind shift. So they're not extremists anymore. And so he, he was saying he learnt all this stuff from these people who had, you know, been one place yep. and completely gone to the other. And so I, that's what I... I mean, if if this person was just like, oh, yeah, I don't give a fuck what I did. It's yep. like, okay. But if if someone has like, you know, come to grips with what they've done and, and, and is almost sorry for the mistake they've made. <laughs> so your filter would be, I only want the apologetic ones. I want the, the insightful ones that are actually a bit introspective on, on their actions. Yeah. Because there's probably, I also think that there's, I mean, there's no black and white case for any of this type of stuff, but I think also, you know, you've probably got people who are very, uh, you know, emotionally manipulative mm. maybe right that uh you know they t- you talk about pedophiles or things like that uh in some cases mm. being very much that way so the the other thing is maybe um i think that i would be concerned that i'm being played mm. i i think it's also what you got to realize the context we're on a podcast and if we're doing that speaking to somebody it's not like we're just looking for a friend and we're vulnerable people. Yeah. I get that though. You could they could definitely walk all over people. It's like you see gangsters in jail have wives yeah. but they actually didn't meet them before they went into jail. Um who was that psychopath? Um Manson or was it Charles Manson? One some serial killer ended up Oh, what's his name? Fucking from making a murderer. Pretty sure he became. I didn't watch the whole series. Are you serious? Yeah, I only got. I loved the Jinx. Great. Uh, doco yeah, it's series. A, we're not talking about the Jinx. No, but uh, making to... a murderer. I was comparing to the Jinx throughout. So I think it was thirteen episodes. I got through four. Okay, so he. I think he become. He gets a. He gets in a relationship once he's in there. Mm. That's what I'm curious about. Those people who do reach out, looking for some. Yeah, sort what's of... like? You've got to be. I feel like you're a little bit tweaked. If you're um, like, what are you seeking? For me, and maybe this is um, incorrect, but there feels like there's an emotional deficiency or mm. something in being attracted to people who uh, maybe that's a harsh phrase, but people who are can, who are drawn to people who are who can't fucking spend time. I mean, it's quite easy to judge somebody. I think most yeah. people would judge somebody that is doing that. Yeah. And I don't know. I think maybe it is a certain type of person. I don't know. I would like to speak to one of those people. And uh, yeah. So I think it's coming from, I think that for this podcast, we want to, um, we want to dig deep into things. And I guess we're, 
I'm trying to create the anti-clickbait. Um, and I think that the but still delve into really interesting topics. Mm. And so that's representing people as people first rather than maybe the thing. So questioning my own um, you know, assumptions around that would be you know, around the, these jail people. And I think that what I'm not sure on is if I if I was a a victim of fucking rape or whatever it was, with how I would feel if uh, the perpetrator who's in jail mm. was getting any form of communication from people or emotional sustenance from the outside. Mm. Do I mean, they the other side that? of that is they're a human yeah. that fucked up. And I've had mates that have fucked up and been to jail yeah. and have spent a long time in there. Yeah. And, you know, do they... I saw a guy recently that I knew, he walked past me and he was so big, like had put on so much weight and he was looking at me and then I fucking looked up and I was like, oh, hey, bro, fuck, I haven't seen this guy in 10 years. He was he went to jail for about eight years. Yeah. He was on ice and he ran over an old guy, killed him. Seriously. How fuck's that? And got locked up for like, uh, yeah, I think seven or eight years and I haven't seen him in a long time and we used to hang out when we were young and yeah. I what was, did that do to him emotionally? Uh, fuck you up. I I didn't really yeah, speak yeah. to him after that. He was pretty down a pretty dark hole. Yeah. And, um, but I mean, does he deserve to be... Um, pushed into the corner of society because but I of guess my fuck up, but massive fuck up. So I 100% agree. The one thing that I wonder is that being the connection point between starting a new friendship or relationship is I'm going to a site and connecting with only people who have done this mm. thing versus uh, like what about their older friends what about like i have no idea about this stuff i'm just questioning trying to be empathetic to the i don't think they sh- i don't mm. i don't think the death penalty should be a thing i don't think we should be doing that mm. but i think you would would if someone it, murdered yeah, Bree. exactly yeah yeah you're right yeah but, uh, but i Look, think i that- think it, everything in life if you were to think too hard about it you like what is it is it our responsibility though to actually think because I think that so you're saying if you think too hard you might not do it because you'll feel this way, but maybe that's the the inner being that we need to get to, yeah. and that's our true self. So Who's I, our true I think self? That, then honestly, I don't. I think it would be fine. I think yeah. contacting someone for what we're doing, I'm willing to take that risk. And maybe you're not. Yeah. it's like no, another I'm, discussion. The I don't thing really is, care. I, no, I don't like. But I, maybe I might learn once we yeah. do it. I might learn. And at this point, I don't. And everyone has their opinion on it, yeah. right? And is it how much... Going, Who gives a fuck? Contact them. Yeah. And I guess like part of it too is it's like... Um, is the first conversation like, why are you in jail? Mm. Like, is, is, that, is that the approach? Like, that, this is life. We can't escape these things. Mm. And, it's, and I'm, I'm a curious guy. Yeah. No, well, I'm curious too. I think that it's the... Uh, yeah, I, it's the... It's not wanting to turn the wrong way or do something, but I think I think it's fascinating, and we should definitely give it a go. Approach is everything, yeah. And so, how are you doing? We're not laughing, like that's another yeah. thing. Or intentions as well, right? Like, if I think that the the one thing that we do get on this podcast is the opportunity to communicate our intentions. Yeah. Um, talking about letters and stuff, I got a um a Facebook uh, 
post on my wall on Sunday. I think it did. did you tag me in yeah, that? Yeah, I did tag you in it. From uh, Ian Nottage, who was my grade six teacher, who I did the PowerPoint presentation for, who bought me Maccas. Oh, yeah, said, yeah. Kept you until 11 p.m. Yeah. He said, look what I just found. I think it was nine. Look, <laughs> look what Felt I like just one. found. Look what I just found going through a box of my keepsake items. And it's like, dear Mr. Not... So, it's in my handwriting. So, it's a letter you sent yeah, to him. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a Christmas card. Fuck nostalgia. Dear Mr. No- nostalgia alert. Dear Mr. Nottage, I have loved being in your class. We've had great fun and then I've crossed out fun and written enough and the re- NUF. And the reason we did that is because I did that was because on the very first class that we had with him, he said, we don't have fun in this class. Never say the word fun. We call it enough. And it's like our, our way of like getting around it. That's cool. Uh, so I crossed out fun and said enough this year. You are a great teacher and I'll never forget you from Josh. And then I said, I hope we stay in contact. Email jansen.rljjj at bigpond.com. This is in... <laughs> and that So that would have been fucking 2000 or something. Yeah, and someone commented underneath being like, you had an email address back then? And I actually remember in like 1997 when one of my teachers left primary school and I kept in contact via via email. That's funny. Pen pals are a fucking interesting interesting area. Yeah, they're cool. Well, they're less and less probably being done now because it doesn't feel as thoughtful just shooting a fucking facey message yeah. or like just a quick email. It's, you know, handwriting something. That And that's why I brought up Fitzy's mum because he was like always wanting to somehow like surprise her, fly her mum over to visit her or like bring her out to meet for the first time, like this 50-year pen power. He'd be, he was trying to approach the project, I think. <laughs> it's all for content. All for content, yeah. Or, I mean, he just wanted a free trip exactly. for his mum. Exactly, he's fucking looking at Ryan John and being like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know how I, be, I troll you a lot? Yes. And trolling doesn't mean abuse. Trolling could be as... Something as um, tagging you in a sponsored post that I'd been pushed and writing, let the retargeting begin. <laughs> so basically what Tommy's referring to is when, uh, you know, when you interact on an advertisement that's been uh, created by, might be a fucking life coach or something, me being put into that fucking comment will then fucking set the algorithm off and then I'm going to get a bunch yeah, of And I also like events. their page, so it's always... <laughs> friends of this person <laughs> who's interacted with this post. What have you done? I, I've just been, it's it's backfiring on me because within the last two, three days, the so many sponsored pushes to my account in Instagram. Fucking crazy, dude. I had this one guy uh, and I actually think these, I actually think half of them are jokes. Yeah. Like I think they're like parodies mm-hmm. and I'm not being mean to them. I'm just like, it's their approach. It literally, because there's been dudes parodying yeah, well, and so you're talking about a specific type of marketing, which is the first person talking at you, yeah. trying to fucking sell their lifestyle or their thing. What What are you finding? What sort of people? So I had this one. Um, his name was Nick. And the caption says, a good lawyer is one who can wake up in the morning, put on the advocate's robe and walk into court to advocate on the client's behalf. I enjoy it. In fact, I love it. 
Look at the photo. Of oh, him. fucking hell! It looks like he's about nineteen, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. And then I he went looks on. like he's going to court for some sort of drug charge. <laughs> Not <laughs> this is my favorite. I had this video pushed to me, and I looked at the person's username. The person's username is Dumped Wife's Revenge. Dumped Wife's Revenge. What dumped does that mean? Dumped Wife's Revenge. Okay, so this is a lady who's being dumped. Yes, by her yeah. hubby. Yeah. Her name's Deanne Lawrence. Dumped for the younger woman. My revenge. Be fabulous and look fabulous. I want to inspire women around the world to always be their fabulous best. Right. It is crazy. It feels like a parody when you're on it. Yeah. She, I, like, so hats off to new, her. She's putting her fucking yeah. best foot forward, giving it a crack. <laughs> this, is, this is the new haircut. You know, when people would get a, you know, have a breakup, you would get a fucking crazy haircut. Now you start an Instagram page and put some ad money behind it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but my thinking is, why am I getting targeted to, what the fuck am I going to do with dumped for the younger woman's page? Like, it's got nothing to do with me. What are the lawyers? Like, I think there is... And so, two of the things. Um, I fucked myself here. Um, you know, it's back right on me. But also, stuff. two, they, they've got it wrong or as in Instagram, they've just opened this thing up. They're just making so much money from people retar- like targeting random people like me. Why would I need that? Well, I think that what you've done is you've fucked the algorithm because you've engaged with heaps of stuff that you wouldn't normal which you are not engaging with it in a positive way but you're like thinking it's funny and unfortunately i don't think facebook or instagram have the ability to know the difference between good engagement bad engagement and saying that there is all this sort of sentiment analysis which is starting to happen where it's like okay is this a positive comment is this a bad comment and the you know telcos of the world like Telstra are using that data to say what do people think of us? Yeah. So looking at you know the language people use, mm. but um, the target would you pay a, a fee? You know, Michelle was talking yesterday about if she if she pays for a service, she's less um, uh, she expects more, right? So if you yeah. if you pay for it, you're not going to be as fucked over. So you pay for your Vimeo, you've got there's a course of action if something happens, you're a you're essentially a customer. Would you pay a fee to Instagram or Facebook to not receive ads? Mm, nah. Okay. Why? I don't think it di- I think for one I actually enjoy seeing <laughs> what's going on in the world we're in that business in some yeah, regards yeah yeah so it's like it turns into a piece of content for me yeah <laughs> but it, but I, I'm curious to see how other people are approaching things mm-hmm. and and then I'm a tight ass <laughs> I don't want to fucking you know me I'm the opposite of a subscription yeah I don't want so to pay for it. So I love YouTube Red. That gives me, you know, ad-free type of stuff and I can um, uh, I can play videos without it being on the screen so I can just listen to the audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm a bit of a fucking... Um, you love yeah, so I love a, a good subscription. You know, I'm busting to piss. Are it's you? been 24 minutes. Do we finish it up here because you've got shit to do? Yeah. Okay. It's a daily talk show, everyone. Just a little while. Well, yesterday we did an hour. So. Yeah. And the the other consideration is... Um, uh, Josh is... I'm, I'm busting. It. No, uh, I've been trying to stay hydrated. I'm on this fucking... I've been... Every morning... I was listening to that Aubrey, the yeah, dude... Eight ounces of water in the morning. Fuck. It's killing me. 
drinking eight ounces. Yeah, I'm drinking heaps of water and then I'm having this having coffee after it. Yeah, yeah. And because yeah. it's a diuretic, I'm just fucking busting. So and it just fucking hits me. It's gonna be so annoying when we're in Europe because they all fucking charge. Uh, but for the, are you gonna keep it up? Because have you been doing your writing? That's what everyone wants to know. Have oh, you been writing? Yeah, I haven't opened it in the last couple of days. Okay. But, <laughs> but beyond that, it's the right. daily talk show. Everyone, send us an email. Um, you know, maybe we can become pen pals. Hi at the daily talk and uh, you can send but us. If you've physic- done anything in untoward, we don't fucking want to. Yeah, if you're in jail, back your shit. Uh, also, um. Uh, the PO box as well for physical mail. PO box four hundred, Abbotsford, Victoria three zero six seven. Have a good one, everyone.